The following is a Cast Wave Studios production. Put your hand down. You smiling? Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Why are you smiling? Because I love football. Football's fun. Fun, sir. Fun, sir. It's fun. Yes. You sure? I think. So. Now you're thinking. First you smile, then you think. You think football is still fun? to another episode of Unnecessary Roughness, where the points don't matter. As always, I am your Redskins fan and host, and with me, as always, is the Ravens fan, Sean. Hello, hello, hello. What up, what up? So if you haven't gotten news yet, uh, the Redskins are done this season. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, yeah, so they're 1-8 now. They're on their bye week, so they can't lose this week. It's a guaranteed. Christ, hey! Yeah, yeah well... We are right now almost tied for last place, so let's get that number one overall draft pick. We need it, because right now, we're not doing so hot. But there are some very interesting facts that I would like to state about the Redskins, but let's first go over how the Redskins did. The Redskins played the Buffalo Bills this past week at Buffalo, and the Buffalo Bills won 24-9. We weren't able to get any touchdowns, but Dwayne Haskins got his first NFL start and he was able to put up a whopping 144 passing yards and 14 rushing yards. Hey, the good thing is, is this is the one game he didn't throw any picks or any interceptions, so that's always good. Last know. week when he got put in to, to take over Case Keenum, he threw for three interceptions, so I mean it is good that he wasn't able to throw any or turn the ball over, but oh well. Adrian Peterson, though, once again, the ageless wonder. He's doing He's pretty much been the most productive person on our team so far. He has rushed for 108 yards this game and had one reception for 22 yards and led our team to have 137 rushing yards total this week. The interesting fact about Adrian Peterson is you might not know this, but Adrian Peterson is the 14th highest rushing running back in the NFL right now. So... That's pretty good considering he's on the 1-8 and eight Redskins and that people are saying he's old and done. Well, you know what? He's still putting up numbers, and it's I'm, I can't complain about that. I mean, it does suck that Darius Geis is still out and that we haven't really done anything pretty much the entire season. But, I mean, Terry McLaurin still had a semi-decent game. He had four receptions for 12. Uh, 39 yards. Uh, Paul Richardson actually yeah. led our team for the first time this week with five receptions and 57 yards. But I mean, we weren't able to score any touchdowns, but our defense was able to get two sacks. I mean, at least we're able to get some pressure. I mean, it's nothing exciting, but it is what it is. So then we look at Josh Allen. <clears throat> when you look, I mean, when you look at the Bills, like offensively, like we put up a lot of the same numbers. Like Josh Allen only threw for 160 yards. He did have a touchdown and 13 rushing yards and a rushing touchdown. I mean, that's where we lost it. I mean, we didn't score any touchdowns. We had very similar yardage. And then 
<clears throat> Devin Singletary, this rookie guy, he's finally starting to break out of the pack with Frank Gore. Frank Gore was taking like a 60-40 split. Now Singletary's taking the lead back, and he was able to show that he is going to be productive and that they can rely on him heavier. And he was able to produce with 95 rushing yards and a touchdown. And he also had three receptions for 46 yards. This is a huge upgrade for the the Bills just because they didn't think Singletary had good hands. And it showed that he was able to catch the ball and still take a, a big workload and was able to produce. The team did have 122 rushing yards. <clears throat> I was happy that we were able to hold John Brown to just four receptions for 76 yards. He is their deep threat guy. And every single week we got burnt deep. So the fact that we didn't get any really, really big plays against us made me at least yeah, somewhat happy. Yeah, he's a strong guy for And then that. Cole Beasley, we, he had four receptions for 13 yards and had that one short touchdown pass, and then the defense had four sacks against us. So, I mean, there weren't any turnovers this game. It was a relatively clean game. It's just the Redskins just aren't that good this year. And, and unfortunately, the rest of the season, we're just hoping to lose so then we get better draft picks. But... On the bright side, there is always a bright side, yes. and it was the Ravens beating the Patriots 37 to 20. Yeah. Yeah. You guys, I think, <laughs> scored almost more points yes. than the Patriots have allowed, I think, all season. I was grinning from ear to ear this game. This game is fantastic. Lamar Jackson, 163 passing yards, one touchdown, 61 rushing yards, and two touchdowns rushing. Yeah. So, so he he is. Uh, what, what I think you said you mentioned this earlier. Yeah. I was going to mention it a little later, but I'll mention it now. Mention it now. Lamar, we're on Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Last, yeah. if you've been paying attention, the last a couple weeks ago, I mentioned that Lamar Jackson was single-handedly beating six teams rushing by himself. So six yeah. teams total rushing yards. He's doing better than them. Not only that, Lamar Jackson is the 11th highest rushing player in the NFL. And then Mark Ingram is number 12. So you have your quarterback <laughs> leading your team in rushing in the and the 11th. number 11th overall rusher in the NFL for rush yards. And he's a quarterback. And he's a quarterback. So... You can't complain about that. Lamar Jackson proves that even though he doesn't produce tremendously on the as a pocket passer, he is getting better. He does not throw the 300-yard games like he was in the first two weeks, but he this is like one of his least productive days yards-wise. He averages over 80 yards rushing a game, and he normally gets around 200 receiving yards. So even though the Patriots were able to hold down the Ravens, Lamar Jackson shows that with his running game and the fact that they had to keep an eye on Lamar Jackson and it was able to open up Mark Ingram to have 115 15, yards yeah. rushing as well with two receptions for 29 yards. This is the Patriots team that was number one in run defense. And you yep. had over 200 or over, yeah, over 200 yards rushing against them this season. Yes. That is insane. I mean, yeah. It was nice to see Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown, come back into the game. He did have three receptions for 48 yards. I mean, that's not bad. He was out for two weeks, and you're going up against Gilmore, who is the best yes. coverage player in the NFL. So, 
you can't be upset with that. You guys are a run first offense, and it's you all were able smiles, to prove man. It. That yeah. game, that game, that game really like uh, that renewed everything. I mean, you guys aren't known for being a passing team, and like your rookie and young players, like Boyle, he stepped up. He had five receptions for thirty-seven yards and Andrews. a touchdown. Mark Andrews, he's he's been the only really slacker. I mean, Mark Andrews was your leading receiver in the beginning of the season, but you have to remember, you're going up against the Patriots. They were the number one defense for running and passing, and you guys are a run first team, and you guys just stuck I have, with what I have, I have Patriots defense on my on my fantasy, and and the 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 amount that they usually get, it usually it's double digits. Yeah, they they only got single digits this time. Yeah, and the, the and cr- I have a PPR lead. Well, that doesn't matter with I mean, defense. Doesn't matter with defense. No, because defense can't catch the ball. Well, shit. Oh, uh, anyway, um, <laughs> defense had two, uh, two uh, Ravens defense, two sacks, one interception, and defensive fumble recovery for a touchdown, which was excellent to see. Yeah. And the <laughs> one thing that I want to say before we mention anything is that I think we can all say that we were happy to see Tom Cry Brady lose. Yes. And his name is so close to Crybaby. Crybaby it's Tom Brady. Cr- it's Tom Crybrady. Tom Pride Crybrady. It's, it's Crybrady. Oh, you good but, cry? But, I mean... In, in 285 all, passing I mean, yards. In all due respect, Tom Brady didn't have a terrible game. He threw for 285 passing yards, a touchdown. He did have that interception. But what really hurt them was in the first half, the Ravens were able to cause the Patriots to go three and out the first three drives. So they were able to first score... And then when the Patriots are actually starting to catch up, you guys did get that fumble recovery for a touchdown that just pretty much ended the game for the the Ravens. So, I mean, that's good. I mean, you were able to stop Sony Michelle. He did absolutely nothing the entire game. And their third down back, James White, led the team with 38 rushing yards yes. and a touchdown. He also had two receptions for 46 yards. But you were able to hold their team to just 74 rushing yards. But the only bad part was they were able to connect with receiving, which, I mean, Tom Brady is Tom Brady. He's going to be able to get his two main targets, which was Julian Edelman for 10 receptions for 88 yards. And then Sanu, a newcomer for the Patriots, who used to be on the uh, the, the Falcons, is fitting very nicely with the Patriots. And there's his second week with them with 10 receptions, 81 yards, and their lone touchdown. And your, def- your offensive line was able to hold the number one defense to zero turnovers and only one sack. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good. Like yeah. you're saying, you're used to a defense scoring. The, the Patriots is the only team in fantasy-wise that I know that have almost averages 15 points a game. And this was the one time I think, I think a lot of people are starting to realize that the Patriots – first eight games were a lot weaker schedule than what they how good they think they're going to be so i mean exactly I, I think this is an exactly. eye opener i think that the patriots because because you, you look at their schedule and, and it is is it's a very yeah i mean they played it was the, slow, they played the Bengals, the jets the dolphins the redskins like, like skiing on the bunny hills man yeah like, like you can't compare that to black diamond yeah uh, <laughs> i mean but it, it's it is <laughs> a dirt dirt off the shoulder i'm, I'm proud of my team I'm proud of my team. I honestly think the Ravens are going to be the real so deal proud. this year. I mean, the only thing I need, I think the Redskins or the Ravens need to do is you need to get Marquise Brown more involved and able to spread the field. I know it was hard this week with Gilmore, but I mean, if you can beat the Patriots, you should be able to beat any. It's team a big out there. moral victory. Oh yeah, no one thought. I mean, I I didn't think. I, I didn't think. I didn't think you were going to win, but I thought you guys would at least make it close. 
you did much better than that. You guys came up with a victory. So next week, the Redskins are on the bye. So the Redskins can't get a worse record. Plus, <laughs> and then the Ravens. You can't screw this one up, duh. And the Ravens are now going up. I think against the defeated Bengals. I honestly don't think the Bengals have won a single game yet this season. And yeah. you guys get to go up against them. And this is this is going to be the game where you will be able to see what Marquise Brown can do. I have yeah. a feeling that you guys will run heavily, and then Mark Ingram and Lamar Jackson are going to have a phenomenal game. But I do think for you guys to do well into the playoffs and then maybe even to the Super Bowl, you got to get Marquise Brown back in there. When you... Look at your first couple weeks, and you got Marquise Brown, like, solid. Lamar Jackson threw for over 300 yards. I mean, every game that Marquise Brown had, Lamar Jackson had a good passing game. If you can get him more involved and get Mark Andrews more involved, I think you guys are great. I mean, there's just really no flaws. I saw no flaws for the Ravens this past week. You guys played a perfect game, and you guys were able to stomp and not even make the Patriots game close. It is a double-digit lead. There's nothing that can be said against the Ravens. You guys did this. And Patriots couldn't even cheat to win. That's good. <laughs> but Yeah, they felt, they felt really de- deflated after we defeated them. Yeah, but I mean... It's that time of the show where we start talking about our upcoming games, and but oh, first we got to reflect on how we did last week. So let's start off, and I'll start, and I'll get my first loss out of the way with the Titans versus the Panthers. <coughs> I chose the Titans win because I thought Henry would be able to run all over the Panthers, but apparently the Panthers' defense was much better than I gave them credit for, and they came up with the victory. Oh, also, fun fact, before we go over the rest of them, Every team except for one was a home team victory. Just thought that was weird. But I figured... I'll the Packers it. and the Chargers. Uh, I chose the Chargers to win. And you were? That was correct. I'm actually really surprised you chose the Chargers to pull that off. I wouldn't have chosen them, but shows how much I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they were the home team. <laughs> that, that's were... why I was saying... <laughs> When in doubt, I guess go with the home team. I had the Cowboys versus the Giants. Of course, I chose the Cowboys to beat the Giants, and they spanked them. It was just spanking. Spanking. Seahawks versus the Bucks. I chose the Seahawks. They won. I had the Browns versus the Broncos, and as bad as the Browns are, they are not going to the Super Bowl. Mm. And I chose the Broncos because they are slightly less crappy. Uh, Vikings versus the Chiefs. I chose the Chiefs. I had the 49ers versus the Cardinals. And surprisingly, the 49ers, I mean, the 49ers won, which was correct. And they are still the only now team undefeated. But it was a much closer game than I thought. It was only a three-point game. It was so nerve-wracking towards the end. I was just like, ah, ah, ah. (laughs) Yeah. I was happy the 49ers were able to pull it off. Um, the Bears versus the Eagles. Um, yeah, I wasn't expecting that. That so I picked the Bears. Yeah. All right. My last game was the Jags versus the Texans. You can keep that music going because the Jags got walked all over by the Texans, and Leonard Fournette had his by far worst game of the season. Boo! And Garden Minshew just looked god-awful. 
poor guy, looking good for like six weeks straight now that Nick Foles is gonna be back. You're like, bye! But sir, now we got this next upcoming week. Who do you got, Sean? All right. I got Seahawks versus 49ers. I'm going to go ahead and pick the 49ers. Yeah, I mean, when in doubt, stick with the undefeated team, man. Yep, yep, yep. I have the Falcons versus the Saints. And even though Matt Ryan is probably going to come back, I think Drew Brees and the Saints are going to just stomp all over him because they got Drew Brees back and Alvin Kamara. So let's go. The Giants versus the Jets. I'm going to pick the Giants. Why is that? You know, um, they seem like they're going to come back. Okay. So I have the Rams versus the Steelers. I'm going to choose the Rams to beat the Steelers because the Rams are, even though Jared Goff is playing poorly, they still have Todd Gurley, Robbie Woods, Cooper Cup, and... Uh, I think they're going to win. I think the Steelers are way too injured. I mean, even though they did win last week, I think this is going to be a tough week for them. Vikings versus the Cowboys. I'm picking the Vikings. Yeah, I I would like that too. I hate the Cowboys. And the Vikings are like my number two team to root for. Yep, yep. I have the Chargers versus the Raiders Thursday night tonight. And I'm going to go with the Chargers. If the Chargers can beat the Packers, the Chargers can beat the Raiders. Even though Josh Jacob is a solid running back and the Chargers have like the 22nd worst running team or running back or defense, they have no one to really throw the ball since they have the fifth, the Chargers have the fifth ranked defense. So yeah, Chargers beating the Raiders. The Panthers versus the Packers. Panthers. And then I have the Dolphins versus the Colts. And yes, the Dolphins did beat the Jets, but I think the Colts are going to win. Even though Brissett might not play for the Colts and their number one receiver, T.Y. Hilton, isn't playing, I still think with Brian Hoyer, they could still beat the terrible Dolphins. So let's go, Colts. All righty. Lions versus the Bears. Um, it's a Bears home game, so I'm picking the Bears. The Bears. And I have the Chiefs versus the Titans. The Titans disappointed me last week by losing. So I'm going with the Chiefs. Hopefully Patrick Mahomes is back because I need the Chiefs to win. But I still need them to let Derek Carr or uh, Derek Henry have a good game. So Chiefs win. Derek Henry still does good. Congratulations. Nice. Nice. All right. Well, that does it for our show. Stay tuned next week to see how our picks did, how the Ravens are going to do this upcoming week. And, Sean, if you want to end it with some plugs, go ahead. You can go to castawaystudios.com and uh, check out a new website. It's pretty nice. Uh, also, uh, follow me at Dash Rendering on TikTok and Twitter. Uh, I have some interesting stuff to say. This holiday season, uh, Boldly Going Nowhere is throwing our holiday special. For more information, listen to Boldly Going Nowhere at castawaystudios.com, Google Play, or iTunes. And uh, that's it for plugs, my, my, my good man. All right. Well, then stay tuned till next week, guys. Have a good one. See ya.